0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the WCU Podcast Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Patrick Frazier. Glad that you're joining us today uh, for another exciting episode. So this week's uh, episode, there's so much going on in Cadmount Nation. We don't have any student spotlights or anything like that, but we have so many different events happening, so many different exciting things happening in athletics, uh, festivals coming up, there's just too much to cover in one episode, uh, so we'll, we'll highlight a few things this week, cover it in a little bit more detail next week, uh, for instance, our Mountain Heritage Day event, but we're going to dive right in with our recap and all that is happening in the world of Catamount Athletics, and boy, is a lot happening in the world of Catamount Athletics these days. The Catamount football team is currently ranked number 23 in the Stats Perform FCS Top 25 poll. Uh, this is the first time that we have been in the poll uh, since 2017. Uh, that season, WCU was among 25, the top 25 for six consecutive weeks from early October through mid-November, uh, representing the longest span that WCU football had in our national ranking since 1994. And boy, have we been on a, kind of a tear this year in football. You know, we started the season against uh, the University of Arkansas in Little Rock, Arkansas, and don't let the score for that game fool you. The the final score was 56-13, to but you had the opportunity to watch that game. It was a really good game. A few miscues um, at at various points by the Catamounts really cost us uh, some touchdowns and and gave Arkansas some touchdowns. But the final was a lot better than it it ended up being, you know, from a stat perspective, it, it was a great kind of starting point for our football team this year. And so, you know, as we kicked the season off at the SEC, we, we started right into the conference play that very next weekend uh, against uh, Samford uh, here in Culloway. And it was the whiteout Whitmire game. For those that were here for that game you were in for a doozy because with weather that day, the game didn't end until about 10.30, 11 o'clock at night, uh, even though it had a kickoff time around 2.30 that day. Uh, but the final score ended up being 30-7 to seven as we took on numbers, uh, the number seven-seeded Sanford. And what a way to kick off the home opener for the season, as well as the conference opener. So then we hit the road last weekend. A, Eastern Kentucky in Richmond, Kentucky, and came away with a 27 24 win against Eastern Kentucky that helped catapult us into the national rankings this year. This weekend is Family Weekend uh, here in cullowhee and so for the football game this weekend, uh, it is against Charleston Southern, uh, so and it's an exciting game to come out to. Not only is it Family Weekend, it's also the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians Day as well. Um, and so There's an excitement on campus that we haven't felt since 2017, and we're looking forward to what all this year's Catamount Athletics teams can do for us, especially the football team. Um... And so as we head into the kind of the next stretch of games, uh, we have two more games after this weekend before we hit our bye week. Uh, Both games are on the road. So if you're in Charleston, South Carolina, we take on the Citadel on Saturday, September 30th. And then on Saturday, October 7th, we take on uh, UT Chattanooga in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We have a bye week on the 14th. And then we have a nice little home stretch against uh, Furman for Heroes Day on October 21st. And then homecoming 2023 against Mercer here in Culloway on October 28th. So make sure you mark your calendars for both of those days. Then we hit the road again on November 4th against Wofford before finishing the home season against ETSU for the Blue Ridge Border uh, Battle and Hall of Fame Day, and that is on Saturday, November 11th. And then we close out the season against VMI on Saturday, November 18th, and that game is in Lexington, Virginia. Then hopefully, if we continue the kind of streak we're on right now, we'll be looking at a playoff date for that last Saturday of November on Saturday, November 25th. So exciting times in football. Look forward to bringing you more updates as the season progresses for the football team. But, of course, that's not the only fall sport we have going on right now. Our men's golf team has already had their first tournament of the year, the Golf Week Fall Challenge. Uh, this event took place uh, at Polly's Island in South Carolina. Uh, finished out the, the weekend uh, with a third place finish. Uh, started strong with fourth place. Moved up on the second day to a tie for second before finishing uh, with the third place finish. We have a tournament coming up on Monday, September 25th, and Tuesday, September 26th. It's the J.T. and Invitational. That event will be taking place at the Country Club of Sapphire Valley in, here in North Carolina, so be sure to come out and support the Catamounts for that event. Uh, and that is before we hit the road to the Badger Invitational at University Ridge, Madison, Wisconsin, against the University of Wisconsin. That event is October 1st through the 3rd. Then we have the Phoenix Invitational at Elon University, uh, and this is in uh, Burlington, North Carolina, and that's Monday, October 16th and Tuesday, October 17th. We finish out the fall season with the Furman Intercollegiate, and this is on Sunday, October 22nd and Monday, October 23rd in Greenville, South Carolina for the men's golf team. Women's golf team, uh, their first term of the year uh, started off a little slow uh, with an eighth place uh, finish in round one. Moved up to fifth place by the second day, and finished the week out. Uh, it's a fourth place finish, and that was the Pan Pacific Collegiate Golf Super League. Um, and this event actually took place in Japan for a women's golf team. Uh, then the next tournament that they have is the Jupiter Women's Invitational, that is taking place in Jupiter, Florida, on October 9th and 10th. Uh, Before heading to Edison Island Invitational in South Carolina against uh, Charleston. And this is on Monday, October 16th and Tuesday, October 17th. Finishing out the fall season at the Terrier Intercollegiate at Walford on Monday, October 23rd, Tuesday, October 24th in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So be sure to mark your calendars if you're in any of those areas to come out and support our men's and women's golf teams this fall. Keeping it in on the field this time, uh, we're going, switching over to our women's soccer team. Uh, they had a milestone win this year against uh, Presbyterian because this was the 200th career win for Chad Miller, our head coach. Um, so special victory for him. Uh, and you know, we've been fortunate to have Chad as our coach for many years and our soccer team is off to a great start this year. Um, we are, our overall record is three, two and three, but we've had some really tough games and some really good games so far this year, uh, starting with an exhibition win against Marshall, uh, before hitting the road, uh, or before having another exhibition against Davidson, we won on the road, uh, to kind of kick off the season against UNC Asheville tied Queens University of Charlotte. Picked up another win on the road at Winthrop. Uh, Unfortunately had a 1-2 loss at UT Martin and then a 2-2 tie at Georgia State. Took on number 11 Clemson, unfortunately, for an 0-5 loss there. Uh, And then we had a game against Appalachian State that ended up being canceled, unfortunately. We also had a tie against East uh, Carolina. Uh, That was on September 10th, a 1-1 tie, and that game was here in Culloway. And then our most recent game was on the road against Presbyterian College, and we had a 4-0 win in that game. Uh, But we are getting ready to have a a good home stretch after a road game this week, so we're on the road against Samford to kick off uh, conference season uh, and that game is on Thursday, September 21st in Birmingham, Alabama, and then we start a nice four-game stretch here in Culloway, uh, so on su- uh, Sunday, September 24th, we'll be taking on Furman, on um, Thursday, September 28th, it's UNC Greensboro, uh, October 1st is Wofford, and then October 5th is Chattanooga, so make sure you come out for those games. Also, a uh, a special note for the October 5th game, that is the Kick Cancer Day game, uh, and we encourage fans to wear pink for that game. Uh, so plenty of opportunities here over the next couple of weeks to come out and support the women's soccer team um, as we continue through the season. Our uh, women's tennis team had uh, the first of two tournaments this fall, uh, the the WCU Fall Invitational, and then they also have upcoming in October the Spartan Fall Invitational against UNC Greensboro, uh, before playing in the ITA Carolina Regionals, uh, which is uh, near the end of the month, uh, but. Th- we, can't, we really hit with a, a good, strong opening day, and, and we closed out with a strong finish as well for the home tournament. Uh, we were joined by Gardner-Webb and Kennesaw State uh, for those singles and doubles matches. Uh, so make sure you mark your calendars to come out and, and support the tennis team this fall before, as we kind of gear up for the spring season for tennis. Our volleyball team, after uh, such a great season last year, is off to kind of a rocky start, but that was also expected. Um, you know, if you remember from our fall sports preview, they had a really tough uh, start to the season. And it's, you know, it's showing, but it's also a great learning opportunity for the girls. And so we started the season off uh, with a classic city clash in Athens, Georgia, where we took on Florida State, uh, the University of Georgia, and the University of Connecticut, then we uh, went from there to the Clemson Invitational uh, at, in Clemson, South Carolina, where we took on Clemson, Green Bay, and South Alabama. We did pick up a win during that tournament against Green Bay. Then we came home for our first uh, match at home against UNC Asheville uh, with a 3-0 win before heading to the Phoenix Volley of, for Unity. Uh, at Elon, North Carolina, uh, where we took on Elon and North Carolina Central. Then we had the fight in the fort uh, in Fort Worth, Texas, where we took on University of Hawaii and TCU. And so, as you can see, we've we've taken on a lot of tough competition this uh, you know preseason. And as we kind of head into the season, uh, this week we actually start the first uh, tournament, or, or really the first conference game for the season for our volleyball team. We will be taking on ETSU here in Culloway on Thursday, September twenty first. Then on Friday, September 22nd, we'll be taking on Furman before hitting the road. For game next week against the citadel and then being home again on saturday september 30th against mercer uh, this is a night game and it's also marvel night uh, so make sure you come out in your marvel attire for that game as well uh, and then we hit the road again for a couple more matches as we continue through the season so even though it's been a rocky start for the for the women's team we have a great opportunity to kind of pick up the pace uh, as we hit conference play and when you look at our conference schedule uh, you know, none of the teams for volleyball have started conference play yet. Uh, so everything's based off of the non-conference play right now. And when you look at the teams ahead of us that are in the rankings based off of their non-conference schedule, they haven't played nearly the competition that we have. So uh, even though it's been a tough start to the season, we're, we're really going to pick it up here in the next few weeks uh, as we enter into conference play for, for both volleyball and soccer uh, as, we, as we continue to move forward. Then, also want to point out uh, we have uh, the cross-country team is off to a great start as well. The start of the season at the Young Harris Invitational at Young Harris, Georgia on Friday, September 1st. Men came in third for that event and the women came in first. So great start to the season for our women's cross-country team. Uh, The next event for our cross-country athletes is the Living Louie Classic in Louisville, Kentucky. This is on Saturday, September 30th. Then they'll be at the Upstate Invitational in Spartanburg, South Carolina on Saturday, October 14th, before the Southern Conference Championships at the end of October. So make sure you mark your calendars come out and support our men's and women's cross-country teams at some point as well, if you're in the area for those dates. A little bit of a a winter sports preview. Our men's and women's basketball teams have released their non-conference schedule for the upcoming year. So I want to make a point to highlight some of those upcoming non-conference games. Uh, We'll do, as always, our winter sports preview as we get a little bit closer to the start of that season. So be on the lookout for that in late October, early November. But a couple games to highlight. Uh, The men's team will actually be playing at Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana on Saturday, November 11th. They'll also be taking on... Um, Middle Tennessee State in Murfreesboro, Tennessee uh, and Dalton State as well so some big games there and they'll be uh, taking on Vanderbilt in Nashville, Tennessee that game's on Tuesday, December 19th Uh, that's one of our final non-conference games before we head into the conference schedule this year Um, also want to point out on on Tuesday, October 24th, is a night in the Wii presented by Prospect Culloway. And this is a great time to kick off the basketball season for both our men's and women's games and teams for the year. So be sure you come out and support the basketball teams for a night in the Wii. As for our women's teams, uh, they'll be taking on... They have a pretty hard uh, non-conference schedule as well. Kind of a mixture of some D2 schools as well as lower Division One schools. Uh, but we'll be taking on UNC Wilmington, Campbell... North Carolina Central, Georgia State, uh, just to name a few. We'll also be at North Carolina Chapel Hill on Friday, December 15th. So make sure you mark your calendars for that day as well. Uh, And we kind of wrap up the non-conference season against uh, Queens, Southern Wesleyan, and Montreat. But as I said, we'll be doing a full preview of all of our winter sports as we get a little bit closer to the start of our winter sports season. And now we'll be right back after this commercial break. (coughs) You <coughs> shall Future Catamounts, now's the time to come and see all that WCU has to offer for you. We have four open house events throughout the year and two that are coming up this fall. The first one is on Saturday, October 7th, followed by one on Saturday, November 18th. So make sure you mark your calendars for one of those two open house dates. If you can't come this fall, be sure to mark your calendars for the spring open house dates. The first one is on Saturday, February 24th, and the third one is on Saturday, March 23rd. Be sure to register online at openhouse.wcu.edu. And welcome back to the WCU Podcasts Podcast. As always, be sure to check us out online at podcasts.wcu.edu or on our Facebook page, WCU Podcasts. So, as I mentioned at the start of the show, we have so many things going on over the next few weeks. I want to dive into some of the different student activities that are taking place on campus. As always, be sure you go to engage.wcu.edu for a full list of all the different activities that are taking place on campus through our different clubs and organizations for all of our students. And there's also, of course, as always, events for non-students as well. Going to kick things off with the ICA Lounge Warming. The ICA ICA office has a newly redesigned student lounge, so pop in on Thursday, September 21st, between 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. to check it out. Light refreshments are provided for this event. The ICA Lounge is located on the second floor of the University Center. Then we have the, Catar- the cataracts comedy club meeting uh, this will be taking place on saturday september 23rd at 4 p.m to 5 p.m uh, this is calling all sketch writers and improv fans to join us in the breeze main room this saturday uh, for a fun-filled afternoon they'll be exploring and discussing ideas for writing a sketch show as well as playing a couple of new improv games all are welcome to participate regardless of your experience or if you missed the first meeting uh, for the Cataracts Comedy Club. Last Minute Productions will be having the first of many um, events that are taking place for uh, Family Weekend, but also part of our uh, movie schedule throughout the year. So LMP movie night for family weekend is guardians of the galaxy volume three. Make sure you come out on uh, Friday or Saturday, 6 uh, PM to 8 30 PM to watch the guardians of the galaxy. Get a free popcorn and drink with your admissions for the LMP. It's free for students and $6 for everyone else. Uh, Showtimes have changed this semester. So make sure you keep up with the showtime listings at engage.wcu.edu and be sure to keep up with uh, LMP's social media updates on Facebook and Instagram as events are subject to change at any time. Also, we have intramural spike ball tournament. Uh, Join us as we play spike ball at WCU. This is a fun way to play a sport that you love or to try a new one and meet new friends. The tournament will, will be taking place on Tuesday, September 12th at 8 a.m and it goes all the way through tuesday september 26th at 5 p.m if you don't have a team you can still sign up as a free agent make sure you go by uh, the intramural offices uh, in the campus recreation and wellness center Uh, there are so many different activities that are being uh, hosted by um, the crc and the department of campus recreation and wellness so make sure you keep up to date on all the different activities that they have to offer this year We also have the 13th annual Rooted in the Mountain Symposium community event. Uh, This meeting will be held at the Bardo Arts Center on the main campus. Early registration fee is $75 for this. Late registration after uh, September 8th is $125. This event is hosted by the Native American Student Organization on campus, so be sure you come out for this exciting event uh, to learn more about the community that we are in here in this mountain region of Western North Carolina. Then we have the One Book Fall 2023 LMP showing of Inside Out. Uh, This will be taking place on Friday, September 29th, uh, 6.45pm to 9.15pm. Dive into the world of emotions with last minute productions in collaboration with the One Book Committee. Uh, This year they're screening the movie Inside Out film that takes you on a thought-provoking adventure through the complexities of emotional intelligence and identity. Explore the power of the Degree Plus skill of teamwork and collaboration while connecting with your fellow students, faculty, and staff. And join us for this enriching experience that will leave you with a deeper understanding of our campus theme, community and belongingness, and the importance of embracing your true self. Uh, so be sure you mark that on your calendars at the UC theater own Friday, September 29th. We also have some great outdoor adventures that will be taking place this fall. Uh, There's a backpacking weekend in Western North Carolina. Uh, The deadline for registration is is September 27th at noon. Uh, You are required to attend a pre-trip meeting, which also takes place on September 27th uh, from 8 to 9.30 p.m., the student calls for this is $85, uh, but enjoy a relaxing weekend away from campus as we take you out to explore your backyard. Over the course of two and a half days, participants will hike over the treeless alpine-like uh, summits as well as next to the bubbling forest creeks, all while learning the principle of leave no trace and how to sustainably hike and camp in the backcountry. Participants should be fairly good in, be in fairly good hiking shape, but previous backpacking experience is not required. Uh, participants can expect a moderately difficult trail and should be capable of walking several miles per day on uneven terrain while carrying a backpack. This trap will be self-supported, meaning you will carry all that you need for the entire two and a half days. All equipment will be provided other than personal clothing. Meals will also be included from dinner on Friday to lunch on Sunday. So great opportunity to to hit the outdoors and experience a little bit more of what Western North Carolina has to offer you. Uh, This event is taking place Friday, September 29th through Sunday, October 1st. So make sure you sign up now for that event. Register at myrec.wcu.edu. Also, uh, as we're kind of highlighting some of the LMP movie nights, uh, on the weekend of October 7th, uh, we will be showing the Barbie movie, Uh, As always, free drink and popcorn uh, with your admissions, free for WCU students, $6 for everyone else. For those that are attending the open house on October 7th, be sure you stay for that movie as well. You are welcome to attend. And we also have the 111th Annual Cherokee Fall Festival. Uh, This event begins on Tuesday, October 3rd and goes through Saturday, October 7th. Uh, This is at the Cherokee Fairgrounds. A week of fun-filled Cherokee culture and tradition. Join us for Cherokee foods, crafts, arts, competitions, pageants, stickball tournaments, carnival rides, retail vendors, and much more. Uh, like I said, this event takes place uh, in Cherokee uh, and it's hosted by the Native American Student Organization. Those are just some of the many events that are taking place on campus over the next several weeks for our students. As always, students, be sure to go online to engage.wcu.edu for the full listing of different programs that are taking place for you in our community. We will be right back after this commercial break. Future Catamounts, the application for admission is now open. Early application deadline for students is November 1st, so make sure you get those applications in by November 1st to be included for merit scholarship uh, contention as well as for honors contention for this upcoming school year. The November 1st deadline is a non-binding deadline. So you can still apply after that date, but it is highly recommended to apply by November 1st. If you have any questions, please be sure to reach out to the Office of Admissions at admist at email.wcu.edu. And welcome back to the WCU Podcasts podcast. podcast. As I said, there are so many different things that are taking place over the next several weeks, but we wanted to dive in uh, to one of the events that is near and dear to us on the podcast, as well as just to anyone on campus. And that is coming up on September 30th, and it is Mountain Heritage Day. Uh, As you know, we've done numerous shows on Mountain Heritage Day, all the different events that are taking place on campus. Mountain Heritage Day is always the last Saturday of the year uh, in the month of September. It begins at 10 a.m. and goes until 5 p.m. And there are so many different events and activities and things that are just a part of the day. We want to make sure that we highlight a couple of those now so that you can go ahead and start planning your day for that event. So we're going to kick it off with... The, the the piece that is near and dear for our podcast listeners, and that is the food. Of course you gotta start with the food. So many different food vendors that are gonna be here this year. So, we want to, you know, a special thanks to all of our food vendors. Uh, I'm not going to go through the full listing for all of our food vendors, but you can go online to Mountain Day.wcu.edu for the full list of information about the, the vendors, as well as everybody that'll be participating uh, for food and arts and crafts and so on, and so much more. Uh, but highlighting a couple of the different food vendors uh, we have the Ben's Backyard Bar- or Back Draft Barbecue, uh, Calhoun's Cherokee Fry Bread. Uh, Clyde's Hot Boiled Peanuts. You, you got to have some hot boiled peanuts as you're walking around uh, for the for the day. Uh, it just goes hand in hand with Mountain Heritage Day. Uh, we also have the Holy Smoke Barbecue. Uh, that's, that's one of my go-tos every year is the Holy Smoke Barbecue. Um, J&K Lemonade, some of the best lemonade you'll find throughout the day. Definitely uh, one of those repeat locations for me, as well as Nancy's Lemonade it's a it's tough, you know, you, you gotta spread out the love a little bit, but at the same time you got to keep going back to the to the ones you love. Either one of those are, are great options for you. Uh, we have Smokey's Pizza, which is a firestone uh, pizza, the barbecue shed, uh, Sweet Caroline's mobile ice cream shop, uh, the Cake Moose, the Grillmore Girls, Tropical Island Concession. Uh, Wicked Fresh, Maine Lobster, and so much more. Those are just a few of the different food vendors that are going to be partaking in Mountain Heritage Day this year. Then we have a lot of different uh, craft vendors that are going to be there selling items. This is probably one of the most extensive lists that I've seen in many years uh, for the craft vendors. Like I said, make sure you go online. You can see the full list of the craft vendors online. Um, this is a great opportunity for students to, to buy some uh, Christmas presents for the upcoming holiday season or birthday presents or whatever, whatever kind of gifts you need for mom, dad, siblings. This is a great opportunity to, to kind of find those items and, and start doing the little holiday shopping in advance. Uh, you, you never know what you'll find uh, during the Mountain Heritage Day Festival, whether it's new artwork, new jewelry, uh, so many different things uh, for our students and, and guests that come to campus for this event. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the day is the chainsaw competition. Uh, you, you just can't have this event without a chainsaw competent competition. Uh, the competition begins at 10 a.m. So make sure as you're coming into the, to the area that you stop at the McNeely's chainsaw competition, uh, great event to, to watch, you know, um, For me, I always like, oh, I'd love to have a chainsaw that fast. But then I was like, yeah, I'd start cutting down all the trees around the house if I had a chainsaw as fast as these chainsaws. Uh, So you want to make sure you get out there. It's great competition, a lot of fun. We also have the Andy Shaw Classic Ford Show. Uh, That registration for that begins for those attending between 9 and 10 a.m. And then the awards for the cars are announced at 2 p.m. We also have the First Bank Stickball Field. Uh, We'll be doing the Birdtown Stickball Team at 11 a.m., big cove youth stickball team at 2 p.m and then we have the italian black powder rifle demonstration at 3 p.m then at the different uh, tents and stages there are so many different musical groups that are going to be taking place um, and so make sure that you you come out for the the music in addition to the food and the festivals uh all of the different things We have the Shape Note Tent, uh, the Jackson County Tourism and Balsam Circle Tent, the Running Cedar Springs Children's Stage, and the Ingalls Blue Ridge Stage, Uh, so make sure that you get the full listing of all of our different uh, schedules of, of concerts and everything online. And then, last but certainly not least, I do want to point out that this year is the 49th anniversary of the Mountain Heritage Day event. Uh, So be sure to mark your calendars, not only for this year's event, but next year's event when we celebrate our 50th anniversary of the Mountain Heritage Day event here on the campus of Western Carolina University. In addition to Mountain Heritage Day and everything that's taking place for Mountain Heritage Day next weekend, I want to highlight some of the activities that are taking place this weekend for our family weekend at WCU. It's always great when it's Family Weekend and all the families can, can come and support their current students here in Colley, especially all of our first-year students uh, that are new to campus. And we'll go a little bit more detail about the first-year students here in a minute. Um, but this year's Family Weekend, we're going to kick it off with Family Social. Join campus activities for an informational uh, reception with ref, uh, refreshments uh, at the Catafount, meet the dean of our colleges, connect with key staff focused on student resources, and take a family photo with Paul's. This is on September 22nd from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Then on September 23rd, we have the Legacy pinning Celebration. Join the Office of Adma- Advancement for the 2023 Legacy pinning Ceremony. This Legacy pinning Ceremony celebration will take place in the Ramsey Center, The Legacy pinning Ceremony is held annually to honor incoming WCU Legacy students and their family members during WCU's family weekend. RSVPs are required for this event, so students make sure you get registered for this event. It does take place at 9.30 a.m. on Saturday, September 23rd. Then of course we have our football game as we take on Charleston Southern. Enjoy tailgating with family and friends from eleven A. M. to two PM and then get ready to white out Whitmire Stadium for the two thirty kickoff event. Then, as I mentioned earlier, we have the Family Weekend movie, which is Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, taking place at Last Minute Productions. We have two showings, 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. for Family Weekend. So, a lot of different activities for our families that are coming up this weekend. Uh, So, we're excited that you're going to be on campus. And, uh, speaking of being on campus... All of you alumni listening, it's time to go ahead and mark your calendars for Homecoming 2023. That'll be taking place the week of October 27th through the 29th. There are so many different events scheduled for Homecoming this year. Uh, And so our new Director of Alumni Engagement, Stacey Miller, is hard at work planning this year's activities. Uh, We're going to kick off Homecoming, as always, with the Homecoming Parade in downtown Silva at 6 p.m., then on Saturday morning, October 28th, the WCU Pride of the Mountains Marching Band Rehearsal at E.J. Whitmar Stadium come out. And if you want to catch a peek of the band's performance that day, that rehearsal does begin at 7.30 a.m. Then the Chancellor's Brunch and Alumni Award Ceremony will be taking place at 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Uh, RSVPs are required for this. The cost of the brunch is $15 and Business Tire is requested. Then the WCU Alumni Association Homecoming Central uh, in the stadium lot from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Be sure you stop by prior to the kickoff against Mercer and enjoy games and activities and complimentary WCU swag for a great time. Uh, So be sure you stop by that location in the stadium lot. The WCU African-American Alumni and Friends tailgate will be in the Fieldhouse lot from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. as well. The game against Mercer is at 2.30 p.m., so be sure to get your tickets now in advance of that game. And then the inspirational gospel choir dinner will be in the blue ridge conference room at 6 30 p.m rsvps are required as we celebrate 50 years of the inspirational gospel choir at wcu then on sunday october 29th the inspirational gospel choir performance in the bardo arts performance hall at 10 a.m more information to come for that event and other events that are taking place at homecoming weekend as always be sure to go to wcu.edu for any information about homecoming that is coming up this year another new addition is taking place this fall that we're kind of some buzz is starting to, to happen about and we're excited about the new addition to the catamount family and that is a new statue at the entrance to campus so for those that are coming up for family weekend or over the next couple weeks you may notice that the statue that we're so accustomed to seeing at the entrance to campus is no longer there uh, and so uh, that statue has been relocated to location outside the ramsey regional center And a new statue is on the way that will be making um, its appearance sometime this fall. We don't know the exact date yet, but we're excited to see what our new statue will look like as it becomes the new center point to greet future students, current students, alumni, and, and all that come to WCU here in the future. Speaking of all that come to WCU let's take a closer look at this year's incoming student class. Uh, this year's freshman class was the third largest freshman class ever at WCU with over 2,082 first time, full-time freshmen joining the Catamount family, which helped push our overall enrollment to 11,628 students this year. And so, uh, Just to give you a little background, here in the Office of Admissions, we're already looking at the the freshman class of fall of 24, uh, but let's take a moment to look at this past year's freshman class. Uh, This year, we had over 18,000 applications to Western Carolina. Over 15,500 of those students were admitted uh, with that freshman class total coming in at the 2,080 plus students that I mentioned. Uh, We had students that represented a lot of different states. Uh, We had students from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Illinois, Virginia, Pennsylvania, just to name a few. Um, The incoming weighted GPA for this year's freshman class was a 3.77 weighted, 3.41 unweighted GPA. Average ACT was a 23 composite. Average SAT was an 1148. The top 10% of Students um, of the high school graduating class, about 15% of those students that, were in the top 10%. The percent in the top half of the graduating class was about 72% of the incoming students. Just to give you a little perspective of this year's freshman class, though, most of the students that are new freshmen this year were born around the year 2005. So for all you alumni that feel old when I say they were born around the year 2005, welcome to the club. Um, and so some popular movies, uh, from the year 2005, just to put it in perspective of when this year's current students were born, the popular movies were Star Wars 3, Revenge of the Sith, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, War of the Worlds, The Chronicles of Narnia, and Wedding Crasher. Uh, some of the popular TV shows that were on at the time were American Idol, Desperate Housewives, Grey's Anatomy, CSI Crime Scene Investigation, and Without a Trace, um, The Academy Award winner that year for Best Picture was Million Dollar Baby. Best Actor was uh, Jamie Foxx, and the Best Actress was Hilary Swank. Best Supporting Actor was Morgan Freeman, and Best Supporting Actress was uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, So that's just to kind of put it in perspective there for you, but also some other notable events that took place in 2005. That's when YouTube launched. So these students now are as old as YouTube, um, and so... Just kind of helps you put in perspective of the the freshmen that are that are here on campus. Uh, we're excited that you're here, uh, but for for those of us that have been here for a year or two, uh, it kind of puts it in perspective a little bit for you there. Also, want to welcome our incoming graduate student class this year. now uh, the, the total graduate school enrollment this year was 1,619 students. Uh, we enrolled. Uh, new students. We enrolled a new 651 graduate students this year, Uh, so we're excited to see all of these graduate students on campus as we not only uh, welcome our our students for the undergrad programs, but also the graduate programs here in Culloway. As always, as I mentioned, there's, there's so many things going on this fall. I'd be amiss if I didn't recognize that the fall colors are starting to, to already turn it's hard to believe that they're already starting to turn um and you know the the fall colors and the leaves bring so many people around the area uh but one of our wcu professor emeritus's beverly, beverly collins uh, has already shared her report uh for the fall color forecast for the mountains this year uh and she says and i quote because it has been dry we might see some leaves turning earlier which sounds encouraging. Uh, but it's because the dryness also brings on stress and it's basically the end of the season stress that causes the leaves to change color the second factor is how cold it gets at night and the things that bring on color really quickly is having it get cold and down in the lower 40s with bright sunny days um, and so be on the lookout she says by the by the week by the last week of october uh, it's down in Silva uh, as where that's going to be the colors are. So it's already going to be on top of the mountains um, from the beginning of October. So the season's going to come on. us a little quicker this year than the past. So, you know, last few years, uh, November has been beautiful. Uh, I have a feeling that we're going to be looking at October leaves this year and not November leaves. And so... That wraps up kind of everything that is going on here in Cullowee right now as as best as possible for all the different clubs and organizations and events that are taking place over the next several weeks. We have some exciting things that are going to be happening on the podcast this year as well. Uh, we have several fun student spotlights that are going to be taking place with our students here in the Office of Admissions. Uh, we'll be meeting with our entourage tour guides, recruiters, golden ambassadors. We're also going to do some alumni spotlights uh, with some of our former students that were uh, tour guides or tele recruiters in the admissions office and see where they are now and see what all is happening uh, in their lives as they continue to live Western and, and all that Western means to them over the next several years. Uh, and so if you have any ideas of, of different segments that you'd like to see on the show, don't hesitate to leave a comment on the Facebook page as well. Uh, as always, check us out online at wcu.edu for anything for the Office of Admissions. And for anything for the podcast, it's podcasts.wcu.edu, as well as on our Facebook page, WCU Podcasts. On behalf of the Office of Admissions, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And as always, go Cats!